Welcome everyone to the uh, Bible study. Uh, we have been talking about the soul, the different things that have been sabotaging our soul that have been uh, hindering uh, the blessings that God has given us. We realize that the soul is a separate entity from our spirit man. Our spirit man is perfect. It's made in the image of God because of the image that we have, the spirit that is in us, which is God. We, we are a spirit that is made perfect, that lives in a body, and we have a soul. The body is going to follow suit of what the soul is doing. If your soul is jacked up, then your body is going to be jacked up. If you see uh, someone having issues in their body, whether it be uh, sickness, even uh, financially, different things are displayed. We realize that these different displays are the result of um, our soul being contaminated. We learned how to uh, uncontaminate our soul by soaking our soul. We soak our soul with the blood of Jesus, the deutimous power, and the glorious light. In order to get a garment clean, you have to uh, wash it. You know, and in order for us to get our souls clean, we have to soak it. So the Lord, um, the deutimous power, the light, and the blood of Jesus can cleanse us of anything uh, that we're going through. We're going to be talking about the, um, the mystery of healing the soul of offenses. We're going to be talking about how's your hearing. Romans 10:12. And we're going to look at that in the, the King James Version. Romans 10, 12 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And we can hear something, but we may not hear it. You can hear somebody speak. You could um, listen to something, but you're really not hearing it. You may hear, but you don't hear. They didn't internalize what you were saying. You have to hear in order to receive faith. If faith come by hearing and then hearing by the word of God, again, you have to hear in order to receive faith. Let's go to 2 Timothy 2.15. It says, To study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed Rightly dividing the word of truth. Because how can you rightly divide the truth? So that takes us back to the scripture, um, I believe it was Hebrews 4, verse 12. It says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. So that shows you right there, again, that... The soul is separate from our spirit. And the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So it tells us right here that the word of God is the only thing that can uh, separate our soul from our spirit. And um, the only thing that can discern the thoughts 
and the intents of our heart. And we realize that in the Word of God, when we hear anything about the heart, um, it means or is referring to the soul. So you can read that again as, um, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the soul. Again, if our soul is jacked up, then there's certain things that we can't hear. So therefore, um, if you can't rightly divide the word, the word can't rightly divide you. Again, remember it says, for so the word of God is quicker and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. The word of God is that sharp. It's powerful. Again, if we're not rightly dividing the word, the word can't rightly divide us. And our soul, as uh, Pastor had uh, said, that our soul is in progressive sanctification. So therefore, um, as we said before, that when spirit is perfect, your soul has to catch up with your spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will tell your spirit, something, your spirit will tell your soul something, and your soul will say, no, thank you, or not today, or no, I can't handle that. And then it sabotages what your spirit man has received. Then you have a situation there where you have a contaminated soul, and it's not filtering what the spirit man has received from God. But if we're doing it correctly, if we're keeping our soul cleansed like we're supposed to by soaking it, then our soul is in progressive sanctification. It's progressively being sanctified through the washing of the word. That there's uh, different hearing, that there's different levels of hearing. Like I have said in the past, you have to hear the undertones of what's being said. The word of God that's being poured out, um, we're giving you the outline of what uh, God wants to deeply tell you or, or tell you deeper. The outline is for you to go searching more, for you to study to show yourself approved. Um, this outline, when you take and you meditate on that word and you're soaking your soul, or the scriptures that you have learned, or that the Lord has uh, uh, that stood out to you in Bible study or uh, in church, you can soak your soul on that. And the, uh, through that cleansing, um, the word uh, or the Lord will reveal to you a deeper revelation of what you have heard. So which, in, in other words, you have went to a different level of hearing. If you are going through torment, um, uh, you keep dealing with the same thing over and over again, um, you've been praying about it, and things are just not changing, what is the environment in your soul? A lot of, time, a lot of times we will go out and we will check the, the weather, the conditions, the environment that we're going out into, the elements, to see whether or not it's, uh, we'll check it on our phone, we'll check the, the news to see whether or not it's snowing, raining, snowy, um, or snowing, or if it's partly cloudy, partly sunny, um, freezing rain, or what have you. We will go and check the, um, 
the weather conditions, the environment of what we're going to be stepping into before, a lot of times, before we even check the environment in our soul. So we need to get into the habit of checking the environment that is in our soul. Is it sunny? Is it dark? Is it light? Is it, is it uh, depressed? Is it confused? What kind of environment is in our soul? We know there are certain things that can stop us receiving what our spirit has received from the Holy Spirit. Trauma and wounds we know stops uh, us receiving fully of what God uh, wants to give to us. How's your hearing? Everything, and we've said this before, everything that we're dealing with is a soul issue financially, mentally, socially, spiritually. It's an a, a issue that we're dealing with in our soul. If we're having, if we're having money issues, then we need to check our soul. We need to check the environment in our soul. Psalms 143, starting at verse 1, it says, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. In thy faithfulness, answer me. And in thy righteousness. And the Lord is saying, yeah, I'm hearing your prayer. I'm giving ear to your supplication. I'm answering you faithfully. Uh, but there's something within your soul that's affecting the environment of your soul. It's something in your soul that's sabotaging what you're trying to, or what you're, uh, uh, you're supposed to hear from me. And it says, verse 2, And enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. Now that here uh, is what uh, Pastor had pointed out. Verse 3, it says, For the enemy has persecuted my soul. He has smitten my life down to the ground. He has made me to dwell in darkness as those that have, long, have been long dead. Therefore, is my spirit overwhelmed within me, my heart within me is desolate. Now, again, okay, we notice um, our spirit is perfect. It's made perfect in God. So when in verse 4 it speaks of, therefore, is my spirit overwhelmed within me, it's talking about the soul. Your soul is being overwhelmed within you. Your heart uh, within you is desolate. You know, so this uh, confirms right here that the devil has been persecuting us in our soul. But we've already learned about how we need to deal with um, persecution of the soul. And again, I reiterate, how's your hearing? Are you hearing, but are you hearing? Are you hearing, but what are you hearing? I, I know a lot of people have uh, done this before where um, you may say, to, to check to see if someone's listening, um, um, I just took your purse. You know, it could be a family member. I just took your purse. And you'll reply, okay. And you'll say to them, do you realize what I just said? And they'll say, no. And I say, and you'll say, well, I just took your purse. And say, you wasn't listening to me. So they were hearing you, but yet they wasn't hearing you. 
So again, how's your hearing? Okay, let's turn to Romans 7, and we're going to look at that in the Amplified Version. But it says, for I do not understand myself, or excuse me, I do, I do not understand my own actions. I'm baffled, bewildered. Don't that sound familiar? I do not practice or accomplish what I wish, but I do the very thing that I loathe, which I hate, mean, which my moral instinct condemns. Now, if I do habitually what is contrary to my desire, that means that I acknowledge and agree that the law is good, morally excellent, and that I take sides with it. However, however, it is no longer I who do the deed, but the sin principle, which is at home in me, taking up residence and has possession of me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me that is in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot perform it. Sound like this is a battle going back and forth in someone's mind. And we know um, one of the components of the soul is the mind. I can will what, I, what is right, but I cannot perform it. I have the intention and urge to do what is right, but no power to carry it out. So I have the... I have the intent to not eat that uh, whole box of uh, Little Debbie's um, marshmallow pies. I have the intent to do that and urge to do what is right, but no power to carry it out. <laughs> 19, it says, well, I fail to practice the good deeds I desire to do, but the evil deeds that I do not desire to do are what I am ever doing. And verse 20 says, now if I do what I do not desire to do, it is no longer I doing it. It is not myself that acts, but the sin principle which dwells within me fixed and operating in my soul. So this shows that um, uh, this is an example of someone um, that has not allowed the word of God to rightly divide them because um, in different areas within their soul because it's certain things um, that they want to do, they know not to do, they intend not to do, but yet they do them anyway. Even though the desire to do them, their, their intent is in their soul, but for some reason, something is stopping them uh, in doing it. So we realize that we're going to have to, like I said before, before I even read the scripture, if you're going to stay free, you have to recover yourself. You say, well, Reverend, how do I recover myself? Well, I said it in the beginning. You have to soak your soul. You have to soak your soul. And again, I say, how's your hearing? And Pastor brought this out earlier, um, again, going back to, um, and you don't have to turn there, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. 
you have to have faith to hear. If you don't have faith, then you can't hear anything. And you have to you have to hear in order to receive faith. So in order for us to do that, um, again, the word says um, uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We have to soak our souls and we have to uh, meditate on the word of God. We have to allow the word of God to cleanse our souls in order for us to um, receive what God is wanting to give us. It's not that he's uh, uh, holding something back from us. It's our soul that's sabotaging what God is uh, wanting to give to us. You know, we uh, if you walking in bitterness, that means there's a wound in your soul, whether it be for you may have been married to somebody, the marriage didn't work out, you all divorced now, and every time you see that person, it's like, mm. That's a wound in your soul. And that's why it's important to to cleanse your soul. I know um, uh, there was an instance uh, that I dealt with uh, personally uh, within uh, uh, something that had taken place in my, my, my personal family. And I had to walk in forgiveness because I knew that if I did not walk in forgiveness, then that was going to sabotage anything that God wanted to um, uh, to give to me, whether it be at that particular point or in the future. So I strive not to walk in unforgiveness or bitterness concerning anything, because I really we cannot we can't afford it. Our very lives can depend on it. People have walked in, and you've heard this before, people have walked in bitterness and unforgiveness before or uh, their, most of their lives, and they're angry and they're bitter, and they're wondering why they're not receiving certain things. God don't love me. That's not true. God loves you. But you're dealing with a contaminant in your soul that you need to cleanse. You know, see, the... The earth that God has given us, the ground, he has um, provided the dirt for us to um, plant things for us to eat uh, into the ground. Um, if if uh, there are things that, um, okay, say for instance we plant um, an apple tree, an orange tree, or um we plant any type of, of, of produce uh, within um, the ground. Okay, that ground is already, the ground already know what it needs to do. You plant that seed in there and, and it starts uh, germinating and it starts opening up that seed and gets inside that seed and whatever's in that seed grows. Well now, okay, you've um, planted a orange tree and now that uh, after so many years or what have we, that tree has grown up and now is producing fruit. It's showing the fruit of, of uh, the seed that was planted. Well, if you, if you uh, turn around and you uh, don't pull the fruit off of that tree or if you don't prune that tree, well, eventually the fruit is going to fall off of that tree. 
and it's not going to um, uh, either produce at its uh, at its uh, top uh, production cycle, so to say, or stage. Um, the fruit is going to start rotting. It's going to it's going to drop down to the ground. Um, if you don't prune the tree, it's going to, um, especially with great uh, vines, if you don't prune it, then it's going to start uh, deteriorating. And that's the thing with with um, when we walk in bitterness and unforgiveness and even offenses, because offenses will turn into unforgiveness, and unforgiveness turns into bitterness. And once we start getting bitter, that starts deteriorating what's going on, actually the environment within our soul. Have you ever been in, in a, uh, uh, a tornado or seen a tornado where um, everything is calm, but then next thing you know the wind comes and things start swirling and now debris is flying all over the place and the environment is not a good uh, place for us to be in when it gets to the point of, uh, especially when it gets to the point of, of um, uh, a hurricane or a tornado. You know, so have we allowed, and that's the question, have we allowed our soul to get into, uh, or, or have we allowed the environment of our soul to get into that point where we have a tornado or a hurricane brewing within our soul. And when you have a hurricane or a tornado, whatever's in its path is going to take it up, lift it up, and, and, and destroy it. And that's what our soul, our contaminated souls are doing when we don't cleanse it, when the environment is not right. That we need to really take um, inventory of what's going on in our lives. If it's something that you've been working on or been asking God for, you've been in prayer about for a long time and it's not working, we need to check the environment in our soul. And we need to go and, and soak our soul uh, based on what's going on in, the, in that environment within our soul. And we do that again by soaking our soul with the blood of Jesus because we know the blood of Jesus cleanses the deutimous power, which that power that power lifts, um, the deutimous power that lifts Jesus from the dead is the same power within us that produces excellence in soul and body. If you're having issues with your health, um, then you need to check your soul. What are you eating? What are you putting in your body? You know, so... Because the deutimous power produces excellence in the soul and the body. So we pray um, that, we, um, that we soak our souls with the blood of Jesus, the deutimous power, the glorious light, the light of Jesus covers all darkness. So again, I'll end with asking you the same question I uh, asked you in the beginning. How is your hearing?